Welcome to the Thrive Business Mentorship Podcast with your host, Samuel Robinson. And this week's guest, Greg Hendricks. Hey, Greg, thank you so much for being a part of our Thrive Business Mentorship. Uh, everyone, you can join us on uh, Facebook, YouTube, or listen to our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And so today, I've got my good friend Greg Hendricks with us. Uh, Greg, um, I know you uh, you assisted with uh, uh, chaplain duties with the uh, the Super Bowl champions, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Talk about yeah. absolutely incredible. And uh, you know, we've been walking together for a little while here. It's been uh, it's just been so awesome to see what God's doing. And again, thank you so much for taking the time for being with us, Greg. Uh, could you give a little bit of an introduction of of just a little bit about who you are, your family, and your ministry today? Yeah, what's up, everybody? Uh, Greg Hendricks. Uh, I'm a pastor here at the Rock Church here in San Diego, California. Uh, I'm a campus pastor. Uh, I lead the second biggest campus within, within the church. Uh, we are the largest church in San Diego. Uh, and a senior pastor is Pastor Miles McPherson. I get a chance to serve as the campus pastor of the second biggest campus within the church, which is the Rock Church uh, East County in El Cajon, California. Uh, I've been pastoring uh, the church now for about uh, going on four years. Um, and it's been an honor and a privilege. I originally started out as a sports director. So I oversaw a uh, majority of the ministries, um, the, the outreach in the community. And from there, I, I uh, God elevated me to become an, an associate campus pastor. So I essentially served underneath the campus pastor. And then fast forward, God elevated me to becoming the campus pastor uh, for the entire uh, church and uh, the entire campus. And I had a staff of about nine, nine people. Um, and so it's been a real honor and a joy uh, to do uh, God's work and get a chance to participate in that, play professional basketball uh, for about eight years um, all over the world in different countries. Got a chance to coach in the NBA with the Seattle Supersonic as a volunteer assistant uh, with them all the way back in 2003, 2004, wow. right around that that era. And uh, it's been such a joy, man. And didn't know the didn't know the Lord, didn't grow up in church, did had no idea um, that God would bring me this far and bring me into these realm of things. Um, I was actually on the route to becoming a professional basketball coach, uh, to becoming uh, 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 just full time coaching. I was doing a, a big time ministry or a big time uh, basketball camp in Nigeria, Africa. So I was going to Nigeria every wow. summer um, in there. I would just preach the gospel. Um I was just newly saved, uh, gave my life to the Lord in 2009. I was just newly saved and got an opportunity to go out there and just I took two hockey bags, one full of basketballs, one full of Bibles and a carry on and went out there and just, you know, showed them the love of Christ and really just preached the gospel and um, in that region. And God said, hey, I want you to put lay all that down. I want you to go into full time ministry. I didn't even know what that word was because I didn't grow up in a church. Neither did my wife. So we had no church background, no church understanding. Um, and so I got called down here to the Rock Church here in San Diego. Uh, and from there, God started really progressing my journey um, of, of what he was calling me to do. Again, I came in as a sports director, graduated to associate campus pastor, to a campus pastor. And now God has just elevated my uh, influence and reach with I get a chance to mentor uh, um, professional athletes, uh, political leaders, um, I get a chance to mentor 
um, a lot of people of influence, uh, people who have resource, people who are business leaders, people in the marketplace. Um, I get a chance to speak into their life, speak in their development, speak into their growth of, of what God looks like in their life, how their contribution um, in the midst of what God has called them to do. What does that look like? Kind of help them build that out. So awesome. Go on their journey and their discovery. So um, in a nutshell, it's pretty much what I do and get a chance to. I also have a, a beautiful wife and three lovely children and I get a chance to be a dad and um, come alongside of them. So it's been it's been an honor and privilege thus far and never in awesome. a billion years. That I ever think I would be doing what I'm doing, I'm speaking into all these different people, speaking into all these different uh, opportunities. So it's been amazing, and I'm 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 just very, 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 very thankful and very uh, looking forward to seeing what God has next as well. Come on, man! I I love this, Greg. You are by far um, one of my favorite people to bring on our Voice Revival show that we also have on on Facebook and YouTube and. And, uh, Greg, I, I know we have some things in common here. Um, both of us played basketball. Now you played professional basketball. And, and by the way, everybody, I've seen Greg shoot. So I want to tell you this right now. This guy has got a pure shot. He, he can play. He can play ball. This is, this is recorded, by the way, Greg. So, so now you've got this. You've got this for a long time. So <laughs> if, if I'm talking any trash, you can just bring this up. But right. here, I want to, I want to talk to you about this though, Greg, because I know there's many of our, our listeners. We've got, uh, business owners. We've got, uh, those that are affecting culture, um, you know, those that are in the clothing industry, the the housing industry, and, and just in, in many different parts of society. And, and today I want to talk about the kingdom invading culture. And this is something I know that you're passionate about. You're doing right now as we speak. Yeah. And so with this realm of sports, because, you know, again, uh, myself, my love for sports. Also, I do chaplaincy work in, in a few different uh, sporting leagues. But I want to ask you this question. When When did God start to put his finger on that again, Greg, because, you know, you, you talked about letting go of sports. That's a big deal. I think sometimes um, maybe our listeners don't know when you're playing professional sports, it's, it's an income. Um, yeah. There's a lot of emotions. You, you, you probably, you know, you invested, not probably, you invest a lot of energy, time, you know, um, your family, like there's a lot of things that go into this. And so to, to give that up, to follow the Lord, and then to see this kind of come full circle, could you give us a little like behind the scenes insight? What, you know, when did you know, okay, wait a second, I'm actually going to get back into this again and, and actually know, okay, no, God has his hand on this. Like doors are opening, things are going on. And so can you bring us into a little bit of that experience? Because I think there's a lot of our listeners today that are like, maybe I don't fit necessarily behind the pulpit, but I have a heart to bring the kingdom into culture. So I'd love to dive into this with you. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the greatest uh, moment that, that that occurred is when I embraced surrendering. <laughs> you know, that's a good I think word. The, 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 the greatest thing a Christian can do is embrace the idea of surrendering, not from a place of weakness, but from a place of seeking and knowing that God can really interject and take you to where he needs you to take you. But you need to surrender your own thinking. You need to surrender your own idea of what it should look like and how, what timeline that should be on. Um, you need to really, because the deeper you go with God, the less you can take with you, meaning the less of your own understanding, the less of your own impressions, your, your own timeline, your own this, your own that. You got to really travel light with the Lord. But when you do, God starts to really show you what you're, what you're capable of doing, even in what you lack. Because the Bible says where you are weak, he is strong. So 
you know, he's attracted to your weakness. He's attracted to you surrendering. That's a great place and a great space for not only for you to grow as a as a leader, but for you to grow as a businessman, a businesswoman, an entrepreneur. Maybe you have a dream that God put in your heart and it can really bloom in that environment as opposed to you hanging on to what you think it should look like, what you think it should be. And so that's when it really took off for me, man. I mean, things were going actually really, really well prior to me giving, you know, surrendering full time to God, surrendering the whole idea of what everything should look like. And when I when that when I gave my life to God and things started shifting, that's when God said, hey, I need you to lay down in this area. I need you to oh. slow down in this area. I need you to sit in this area. And the crazy the crazy part is that I start I really fear like, man, I got all these contacts. I met all these people and God is saying, I, I'm going to take it to a whole nother level wow. if you trust me. And so that's when I really learned to really value uh, the process over the promise. I think most Christians, most even people that are successful, even if you're a non-believer, we value the promise, meaning like, hey, we achieved our goal. We achieved this. You value that more than the process. But God doesn't desire. God desires the journey more than the outcome with you as a believer, or as someone who's seeking God. And the reason why is this is because when you value the journey, you learn so much more about yourself as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a business person. You learn more about what you need to be stronger in, what you have the opportunity to get stronger in than just the promise. And the second component of that is when you learn about the journey, that piece is the most impartable piece, meaning the biggest piece that you can give away to someone who's coming behind you or someone that you have contact with. People can identify with being impatient, you know, being lack of faith, being curious, doubt, all the people can identify with those things. They may not necessarily be able to identify with the breakthrough that you received or the triumph that you received, but they can identify with your journey because a lot of people are going through the same exact thing. But if you come out on the other end with validation on how God showed up, what God is doing and how he got you there. And you can give that to someone that you're speaking with and they can say, well, dang, if he did it for you, he could do come it for on. me, too. You know what I mean? Like, that, you know, he's not a respected person. So it's like, OK, if he did it for Moses back in the day, he'll do it for Greg during the modern day. If he did it to for the if he did it for Joseph of Arimathea, who literally used his influence of his business, his resources that God entrusted him to go to the king to lobby and um, petition to literally impact the body of Christ, literally and figuratively pulling him off the cross, then God can do the same thing with you. Come he, on. Can, he can leverage the same amount of resource, whatever that may be. If all the podcast listeners, all the entrepreneurs, all the business leaders on here, that you can leverage your resources, your time, whatever God has entrusted you to impact the body of Christ. And in Joseph and Arimathea's case, he literally did it by pulling the body off the cross, giving it the proper burial with the tomb, because you couldn't just go into the king's presence if you didn't have some type of influence or end. But he used what God entrusted in him as he became a believer and he literally impacted the body of Christ. And I don't feel like that would be any different for anybody on here. So bringing it back full circle, my whole thing was I embrace surrendering to God and Growing up as a young male, surrendering was a form of weakness. But in the kingdom of God, everything is reversed. You want to live 
you die. If you want to be first, you become last. So everything's reversed anyway. Like, and so, okay, I want to be strong. Well, I'm going to learn how to surrender. I'm going to learn how to lay down. I'm going to learn how to be quiet. I'm going to learn how to shut my mouth and listen more than talk. I'm going to understand what it takes to really walk with God. And once I embrace that kingdom principle, that's when God came in and accelerated all of the things that were deep down in my own heart. And even the things that I didn't even know I was capable of, that's when all the acceleration came in because I embraced the principle of surrender. And this is Greg, this is so good. I, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving where we're going here. Friends. Uh, I want to encourage you embrace this process of surrender because you know, Greg, there's, there's certain things and, and I'll put it this way, situations um, that, Unless you go through surrender, I, I feel like you can't, you, you, you can't dig into the bag, if I could put it this way, and, and, and get the breakthrough or the answer that you're looking for. And I, I want to talk about something, you know, I, I didn't actually talk to you off air about this, but I want to bring this up because you're also having huge impact, um, with your community, Greg. And, and I know, you know, I remember the, the, the testimony of the impact that you've had with the mayor of your area. I remember some of the things that were as San Diego was, was going through, um, some difficult process. I don't know if it was a year ago, a year and a half ago. I know your church was a massive influence in, in what was going on. And I, I want to talk about this whole area of, of surrender still because there's many people that are on this broadcast. They're stepping into new moments, you know, new opportunity. Um, things that sometimes can feel overwhelming, Greg. And I want to, I want to speak about when, when there's situations that come, there's bright lights. A lot of people are looking. How, how do we position ourselves? And I want to use this whole element of surrender. How do we position ourselves to move forwards in some of these new opportunities where maybe in previous seasons we'd been like, I would have choked. The stage was too big or, or, or the situation was too intense. We're seeing this in culture where our culture's gra grappling a lot right now with, you know, who are we? You know, there's many that are in pain. There's many feel like their voices aren't heard. And so we're, we're in a state right now where there's a lot of questions. So as those that want to impact culture, Greg, how do we step onto this stage? That's going on where a lot of people are looking. There's a lot of things that are going on. How do we bring that kingdom impact? And maybe you can share that story about, I don't know if you recall the story, Greg, about with what God did with you and, and the church, because it's so powerful. Like I, it's one of the most powerful culture. And it just came back to my memory now, culture testimonies that I've seen. Yeah. I, I think for, well, a couple of things is, is that you always want to have a, uh, deposit mindset over withdrawal mindset Good when word. You're trying to impact culture in your community you always want to have the mentality like i'm a deposit the kingdom of god and all my agenda to come around any type of official so good or, or any type of leader in your city to have impact on your city i know for myself you know in regards to our city you know my relationship with the mayor really stemmed out of hey i just want to be a blessing to you how can i pray for you Let's just have a conversation. And then that developed into, you know, what are some of the issues that <clears throat> I could potentially be praying in for from my city? And he would say things to me. And maybe some of you on here don't have relationship with your community leader. I'll give you something, a starting point, something really small. Most yeah. communities um, have meetings where they bring all of the dreams and 
problems to the table. Go sit in because those are op usually open to the public. I know they're here uh, here in America. They are maybe in Canada. I don't know how. No, it yes, they are absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they're open to the public. So go sit in there and don't say a word. Just listen and pray that God would give you creative solutions to bring strength to the issue. And then you get an opportunity to do so. You know, you speak with humility. <clears throat> you speak with boldness. You speak with the presence of God <clears throat> over all the things that God has entrusted you with. So last year during the summer, um, you know, COVID hit everywhere and the city really wanted to do something to impact the community and provide resource or get resource out. They had actually uh, a lump of money um, that, but they didn't know how to mobilize it. Wow. And so I happened to be sitting um, with our city, one of the city councilmen of our, of our city and he mentioned, you know, their dream to mobilize this money to help the community. I said, hey, won't you give it to me? I'll get the manpower and we will get the food out to all the needing. We'll create a food drive. People can pull right up, be COVID compliant. We'll go direct. We'll go to the senior people, the senior citizens of our community, bring them the food. They don't even have to leave their home because a lot of them couldn't leave anyway. Let us mobilize it for you. And so they entrusted us with a small amount to start about $30,000, which is, is, is quite a, quite a few. And then they came back around and gave us 70,000. Wow. So a total of a hundred thousand that we got a chance to mobilize. And it really just stemmed on serving our community and co-laboring with one another, you know, and, and coming alongside of one another and really bringing strength to how we can help our community. And so that was like a, one of many instances this past year that we got a chance to really do that uh, as a group. And and me coming being having an opportunity to come alongside um, our city officials, our mayors. Again, it was not like, oh, I have a relationship just to notice persons like, hey, I really want to deposit what kingdom service really looks like, what kingdom surrender really looks like. So that not only do you see a model by the way I live my life, but also by how we interact with our our community. Come on, bro. The, the type the two top things that Jesus said, love God and love people. So if you're able to really embrace that with the deposit mindset over withdrawal mindset, a withdrawal mindset is like, I want to get to know you so I can get something in return. So I want to get to know you in order for me to have all the authority and leverage and so on and so forth. A deposit mindset is like, I'm going to get to know you because I want to deposit the kingdom of God inside of you. Not by what I'm just saying or beating you over the head with my Bible, but more importantly, how I live my life and how I love other people around me. This is, guys, again, I want to encourage you. Um, some of you, you need to re, you're going to re-listen to this a couple of times because this is so amazing and, and practical too. And, and I want to close off with this here, Greg. And again, thank you so much for, for being with us here today. Is if there is, if we could recap here, talking again about surrender, there's, I know there's people on here that are, you know, we have business owners, like I said, cultural influencers on here today. And they are looking to impact their community. They're looking to, to move and surrender. What's that first step that they can do with God right now? What's that first place? Cause sometimes I think when people think surrender, they're still, they're, they're, they're processing that word. And I feel like that's, that's the weighty word. If I could say of this podcast right now right. is that God is looking for us to live a lifestyle of surrender. I love what you said, not about not trying to withdraw, but deposit. If we could sum this up for those that are here today being like, okay, I want, I want an action point, a prayer point that I can live in this place today 
moving forwards in a place of surrender, being a blessing to all those around me. Well, how would you say that? And what would be that first step? Yep. First thing is I would give before God um, and, and, and say, God, um, is there any area in my life that I struggle to surrender with? And Holy Spirit will highlight. Maybe it's maybe something doesn't pop up. Maybe something does. Second thing is, is God, what do I need to be surrendered to in order for you to be glorified? Because then that's when your passion gets highlighted. Like it may be um, dealing with uh, people within your company on how you can be a better communicator to them, how you can be someone that they are um, willing to come to and, and talk with. These are very low hanging fruit, easy entry points for you to pick up. And then lastly, you can ask God, God, is there anything preventing me from becoming the person that you're desiring me to be? It's a, and it could be pride. It could be, you know, maybe you're apprehensive because you need, you know, you need the dove to land on top of the sign that's next to the water that's right by the car. You're like, you need all these <laughs> signs and wonders to add up for you to uh, move as opposed to just saying, God, tell me the word and I'm going to just move out of obedience. I, I believe it was Smith Wigglesworth that said um, he, he said this. He said that at the slightest whisper of the Holy Spirit, he would listen and obey. And so when God tells you to do something. Just go ahead and go out in faith and do it. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the original church growth plan for everybody that's on here was hear and obey. It wasn't like, hey, I got to have a bunch of resources. I got a bunch of money. It's like, okay, God told me to do this. We're going to step out and do it. Now, Come on. The, the other part about that, too, is I would encourage you is get people around you that have God's agenda in mind, not their own agenda or even your agenda, but more importantly, God's agenda. You know what I'm saying? Get those people around you. Identify who's your tribe, who's your community that will help you grow. These are all very low-hanging things. And for all of those on here who's listening to this podcast, maybe you don't even believe in God and you don't even know to start with that. I would say to you that is listening right now, the best starting point is for you to have a relationship with God. Is to just say, "Hey, I don't know all. The, I don't know all the facts. Quite frankly, I'm a bit skeptical." Quite frankly, maybe I got burned by a church or hurt by a pastor or whatever the case may be. And I walked away from God. But God, I'm going to give you a chance to prove not only show and prove, but to really validate what you have in store and how good you really are. Um, I think you do that. You'll be off and running because that's from a place of humility. That's from a place of honor. That's a, a place of being authentic and real before God, because when you're authentic real and surrender before God. That's the greatest starting point for God to show you how authentic and real he is to you. This is so good, Greg. Uh, with closing out here, and again, we so appreciate your time. Could you pray for all of our listeners here today, Greg? And uh, I just, I there's something very um, palpable on this podcast here today. I believe that there's friends, there's an importation on here to live in that place of surrender, knowing, knowing that God has got you here today. And so, Greg, I'd love to pass this over to you, my friend, if we can close out with prayer. And uh, that's going to that's gonna end our broadcast here. Yeah. Father, I thank you that you're doing a new work, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for all of the listeners, God, all of the people that are on this podcast right now in the name of Jesus, all the entrepreneurs, all the business leaders. I thank you, Lord, that you're giving us a fresh revelation of what surrender looks like. I love, God, what your word says in Proverbs 16, 9, says that the heart of a man plans his ways, but it's the Lord that establishes 
his or her steps, God. So, Lord, you're establishing our steps, God. Even though we plan our way, you establish our steps. So, Holy Spirit, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now, God, that you would touch every single listener, God, that you would open up their ears and their hearts, God, to understand what a deposit mindset over withdrawal mindset looks like for them, Lord. Lord, I impart to them fresh courage in this next season to step out in areas that they may be apprehensive or have doubt or misunderstanding, God. I pray for any wound that's in their heart that may have been caused in the past to be healed and mended right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, that every single listener right now is receiving a fresh impartation of courage, of boldness, of revelation and understanding that in this season, that strength really lies in surrender, surrendering unto you. So, Lord, we thank you. We honor you. We bless you in this day. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right, everyone, that concludes uh, today's podcast. Greg, thank you again. Uh, looking forward to having you hopefully again sometime soon. And so, guys, God bless, and uh, we will see you again soon. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Thrive Podcast is produced by Voice of Revival Ministries. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and other social media platforms. Visit voiceofrevival.ca forward slash thrive for other connecting opportunities. Music produced and performed by Corey Muller.